0: And welcome to the J Train podcast. It's J Train, Jared Free coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. That, that I do. I I don't mean to sound like I don't appreciate because now I say it, you know I have a rhythm, I have a cadence. So sometimes you hear the beginning of this and, it, and you hear me go, "Thank you, thank you, thank you," and I say the same thing every time. But I do appreciate you listening, taking the time. You know. It is the greatest pleasure in the world when someone says they enjoy this podcast. So thank you. And thank you because it's a user-generated podcast. It doesn't exist unless you have questions to send in. And you send them in. Jtrainpodcasts.gmail.com. Keep sending them in. Keep sharing the podcast with a friend. That, you, you. this is how it all works, people. People. It all started with me talking into the ether. Just this dark existence. And then all of a sudden one person came into the the void and they were like, "What's this?" And then they told a friend. Then they told a friend. Then that friend told a friend. Then that and that's how you got here. You got here because someone was a big yapper and they wanted to let you know about a great show that they love. So tell a friend, make it your Instagram stories. You I say make it your Instagram stories. Tag me. I'll send you a heart. I say that because we, we're we hard on ourselves. I'm going to start by that. We are all very hard on ourselves. We think that we're the only ones acting the way we do. No, no, no. We're all acting the same. So just like you go and see someone's pictures from a wedding and you hit the picture to see who got tagged because you think one of them is attractive and then you end up on their page. Everyone's doing that move with everything you post, whether they tell you about it or not. So when you te- make it to your Instagram story, people are nosy and they're looking and they're going to check out the podcast. And I appreciate that. It is a soft way of te- of telling two hundred friends. I would never ask you to go in the street and take two hundred names down of people you told. No, that's ridiculous. But when I make, when you make your Instagram story, that is a way to tell 200 friends without even telling them. So J-Train, and, and keep sending your emails, gmail.com. We got live dates. And if, um we, I, I, I got live dates, people. I'm coming to LA. That's right. Coming to the West Coast. It is a very exciting time. I love the West Coast. I love coming out there. I love feeling, I feel very Northeast when I go to the West Coast. I feel like I, and and I feel like I'm, like I'm I, I I'm just like an, an a, a slob just coming with my with my pasta stained shirt just holding matzo balls. Like I just feel like I'm very and I and I'm excited for it. Oxnard, Brea, Los Angeles. Actually, on this subject, I got an email. Okay, this person. Papa JT, you're the best. I'm a huge fan of all things J-Train. I live in Southern California and wanted to throw you, hopefully, a helpful tidbit before you make your way to Cali. Oxnard isn't actually pronounced (laughs) Oxnard, but it's more of of Oxnard. Think the Nard Dog from The Office. In fact, a lot of people in this area even call it the Nard. Hope this helps. Can't wait to see in California. It's very helpful. You know, it, it it stings a little when someone corrects you. You're like, how many? You know, when you have your grammar corrected, it's kind of like having someone go, hey, your fly's down. You go, how long has it been down? Who's seen it? Who have I embarrassed myself in front of? I guess I've embarrassed myself in front of a lot of people because a lot of people listen to this podcast. So I've been calling it Oxnard, just like an idiot. It's Oxnard. I will be an Oxnard. It sounds the more I say it the weirder it sounds. Los Angeles, I think we might be adding a second show, maybe, maybe. Sacramento, Miami, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Denver, Columbus, Providence, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com to get those tickets. Um very excited about today's guest. Um if you've been if if you came to my shows in Philadelphia, they were the opener. They're fantastic. They're hilarious. You already know how funny they are if you're in Philadelphia, but you everyone needs to know now. Hilarious comic Chanel Ali, thank you for coming back to the J Train podcast.
1: Yay. Thank you so much for having me and telling me about Oxnard, because now we don't have to walk around <laughs> with our flies open. Can't nobody stop us.
0: That's right. The flies have been shut. We have zipped up our proverbial fly. And everyone needs to go follow Chanel. Chanel's amazing at Chanel Ali on everything, but especially TikTok. I want everyone to go follow Chanel on TikTok. Tik, you are doing. I'm following. I'm watching. I'm liking. Um, you give people a behind the scenes look at being a comedian, which I love.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to push out content when we're already doing comedy. And for me, it was just like, man, I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to do skits and wear, you know, costumes and do different. (laughs) I'm just not I'm just not that person. You know, I was like, so what if I just show them parts of what I'm doing and also try to be motivational? And TikTok has been like, this is just the intersection that we've been needing. So it's been really lovely and I'm having a good time.
0: Even as a comedian, I watch it very interested. Like, yeah. I I think I think we forget how this is a different thing. You know, it's like when we do a, sh- a show and we go that audience stunk. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, they go to a comedy show once every five years, maybe like
1: like you know, they don't <laughs> even know what to do with their hands. Like they no. are not sure what their role is. And this whole performance thing it's bigger than life to them you know yeah we don't realize because you know it just is our job it is at the end of the day it is just our career but i think it's brought back some of the wonderment that i always have about comedy and about venues you know i just really like to explore a venue and what makes each one special so i'm happy that i can document it because sometimes these gigs are so fleeting you know
0: well, we're hard on ourselves. I say it all the time. We're too hard on ourselves. And I, I you know, I, I, sometimes I, on Patreon, I do a Patreon where I talk about, like, stories from my life and from the week that was. I call it Coffee with J Train. every Sunday or Monday, I put it out on Patreon. And sometimes I do, like, I'll tell a whole story about a stand-up show and what happened. And I realize as I'm telling it the things I have to make sure I explain, mm-hmm. you know, like getting the light. You know, yeah. the light is is something this is our language and not the audience's yeah. language. And, and it is interesting because it's different. It's something you don't know. And the light is when you have two minutes left at the end of your set. It's letting you know, wrap it up is basically it is. But when, I,
1: one, of the, one of the first TikToks I posted, someone asked me, like, how do you know how long you've been on stage? And a lot of people in the comments started attacking this person. Like, what do you mean? Obviously, she has a big watch. You know, they're just like <laughs> they don't even know. He's like, they're saying these like confident overguessing, like it, they're just making up scenarios and like really arguing with each other. And I was like, "Hey guys, hey, that's actually a good question." And yes. this is how it works. Sometimes it's a phone, sometimes it's like a stationary light. You know, every place is different, but you know, I learned to look for it and expect it and know how long my jokes are. So yeah, it's I like I'm never bored about explaining it, you know. I'm never tired of it.
0: The funniest part about like how do you know when to wrap it up is like you know, when you start comedy, they're like, don't go long. That's the most no. rude thing you can do is to go right. long. And then right. and then they go, also, don't look at your watch. It's rude to look at your watch. <laughs> and you go, well, how the fuck am I supposed to learn <laughs> yeah. what is long? And if I don't have a watch and then they go and then you're like, why don't you guys put a clock on stage? And they're like, what are you talking about? A clock on stage? It looks ridiculous. And you're like. I don't think it's so. And then you go to like a theater and they have a clock on stage. and You're like, why isn't this everywhere? And you're like, why why are we doing it this backwards way? You know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But I I love exploring. And I think that's what, you know, you and I love about touring and Mm -hmm. going to different clubs and meeting different people and, you know, seeing how everybody does it. Because we got to get that information to ourselves when we're on stage. And, you know, nobody is just shouting, hey, two minutes. Nobody's doing that. (laughs)
0: Can you imagine how <laughs> that, that would sound like? You're at like a train station. Two minutes, end the set, end the set. Two minutes, you know, like uh, um. Now, Chanel, you, you you tour. I mean, you have been going around the the country. But like, I love on these videos. Sometimes you're opening for someone like like. You, you did the shows in Philly with me last weekend. To me, that's a favor. You're you're, you're I love having you there. You're a fantastic comic like it's not like well, see, that's, I'm that's nobody.
1: Seems, but see. That's how it seems to you. That's how it well, seems it is. It is a true to you, favor. to you. You're like, look, whatever. I'm going to do this gig anyway. If you want to come, sure, come to me. It's like, man, that sounds like such a dream gig to go <laughs> with Jared, to go back to Philly and do all of these shows like a good run of shows. Like it's
0: exciting, you know. It can it can make you yeah. I I totally agree. With that it makes you feel good. But I but you went you've gone with some like big names That's like true. Who, who give me give some of the names that you've been going with because well, and and what do they say when you're like I'm gonna t-, do you have to ask them have you asked them like hey I'm doing this day in the life as a comedian do they make fun of it like you're you go with some people that I would imagine would make fun of it is well, is. My-
1: I am very smooth first of all that's important to know that I'm very smooth with the camera I'll grab a clip way before anybody knows I grabbed a clip you know what I'm saying (laughs) but um yeah I just got off tour with Laurel and at first I honestly felt like he was a little shy when he saw me recording but then I told him like look look I'm never going to record sound I'm never going to capture your thoughts or anything without your permission and I'm only going to show my experience that's always going to paint you in a good light because Mm -hmm. you're helping a young black girl comedian (laughs) and all you do is win in this scenario um but I just did a Little tour with uh Brian Simpson, and he was really excited about. It. Like, are you going to yeah. put me on there? And I was like, Yeah, you've been on there for two scenes already. <laughs> I had
0: They've already it. gotten to know you. Yeah,
1: I, I was like, everybody already knows exactly what you did today and what I did today. So you're in it, man. You're part of it.
0: <laughs> I love it, and I. um So everyone, go follow Chanel on TikTok right now at Chanel Ali if you want to, you know, find out what it's like to be a young. Up yeah. and coming comic on the road, doing the whole thing. Chanel Ali on TikTok.
1: I just put them in my pocket and take them with me.
0: There we go. So, Chanel Ali.com for all her tour dates, and also all over Instagram, all that stuff. So, I'm very excited. We, we, we got to talk about one more thing. You're going to Israel. I, I love this. You're going. You're going on birthright.
1: Going on birthright. I took a ancestry DNA. Thing, and they were like, hey, 13% Jewish. But growing up, my grandmother was white. I always knew she was white, like 100% Italian. But mm-hmm. I don't think she even knew that she was Jewish before she passed. So um, I'm sure she's reeling over it now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I took that test and it came back. And I was 32 when I took the test. And that's like the cutoff right now. So I turned 33 like, as I was applying for Birthright. But luckily, because of the pandemic, they were like, you're in. Come on, let's go. I, you know. Let's see what I
0: love the i love the thought that your grandma ended up in jewish heaven instead of italian heaven <laughs> and she she's like what the hell is this and that like you just a bunch of annoying old jews just like it is cold isn't it like like and she's like wait a minute where are the italian where's the good pasta they're like don't right. you want some krepla like giving her <laughs> disgusting jewish food instead of yeah.
1: She was walking around saying, No, Sicily, Sicily, and they're like, Yeah, 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 yeah. But my friends are really excited. They're all like, All of my Jewish friends are like, Chanel, oh my gosh, you're gonna meet your husband on this trip. And I'm like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna be the odd man out. I think, No, no, no,
0: no, 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 not at all. You're gonna, I'm telling you, I went on Birthright. It is, it, it's a it, first of all, it's an aphrodisiac. You're sitting there, yeah. you're like, and and they're, they're, they're put, they're nudging, you know, yeah, Jews. that's what I've heard. Matchmaker, like, hey, matchmaker, go, make like, me hey. a match.
1: They're like, hey, go take a walk, you 2
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. You and, were taking and, walks, and, Jared. Jared, you were taking walks.
0: We're on walks. We're on runs. We're on hikes. We're complaining. I'm telling you, you're going to have a great time. I'm so excited for you to do this. And I want a full report. I, I mean, you're going to have, you are going to have an You're going to have a, a, a literal hour of material after you come back from this.
1: probably. Probably. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I'm I can't f- wait. I wish it was
0: tomorrow. <laughs> listen, we got to do our shows first. So, listen, right. ever go follow Chanel at Chanel Ali on TikTok, Instagram, all over the place, Chanel Okay, you ready to do some emails?
1: Ready to do
0: it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Advice needed. I hate bridal showers. Okay, this is, I like this as a lifestyle question. <laughs> J Train, hoping you can help. I'm a 35-year-old woman, and for my entire life, I have always hated bridal showers and baby showers to a lesser extent. She's anti-all shower. I find the ritual games and ex- events to be super boring, and I always find myself waiting for the event to end. I'll admit, too, that as someone who has been single for most of my 20s and early 30s, I always felt the sense of pressure to be next on up on deck to get married at these events, and perhaps that made showers less enjoyable. And from a feminist perspective, why do you have to get married to be gifted fancy kitchen equipment and nice towels, while all single folks have to buy it themselves? I guess at the end of the day, the reasons why i don't like them don't matter they are not my thing and this is a personal stance i understand that many women enjoy the rituals of bridal showers due to tradition and because they bring family and friends of the bride together ultimately i know that the purpose of them is good setting up two people as they start their lives together however i still hate them i have gone through my life attending showers for my close friends cousins and sisters and it's fine they only really happen every so often here's my dilemma though my fiance's group of female friends have been inviting me to all the showers and they are all happening this year. I feel like this is a, it is important to note that I barely know these girls. I see them when I'm out with my fiance, but I have met most of them two to three times. I know they're just trying to include me, but I find myself groaning every time I receive another invite. There are two next month and, the thir- and three and three the following month. So they got wow. five in the next two months. That's crazy. She's Up until booked. now, I've made it. What's that?
1: She's booked.
0: Oh, yeah, she's fully booked. Up until now, I've made excuses for why I can't go, but I feel like I don't go to this next round. They will notice a trend. I just really don't want to go. I savor my weekend time away from my busy job, and the last thing I want to do is go watch someone open gifts. As a disclaimer, I am getting married this April and I'm not throwing a shower. I am not sure if that matters, but I do feel like, well, if I'm not asking you to come to one, then I should not have to attend yours. Is it wrong to just not go to any of them? Should I go to one or two to show my face? He asked me if I wanted to make him uh, if I wanted him to make a statement that I was against showers, therefore wouldn't be attending, as if I was taking some sort of political stance, haha. I told him thank you, but no. Even made a, made as a joke, a statement like that makes it sound like I think I'm better than them. Like the cool girl who doesn't re- do silly girl stuff. I, do, I don't I do want to come off like that. Anyways, help. Feel free to tell me that I'm a brat and need to go. Chanel Ali, what do we think?
1: Well, I like the honesty of just being like, hey, I don't like these things. I, I've no. done them. I decided I'm not even going to have one. And also in the world of COVID, you can make an excuse about not going to any gatherings. It's so easy. But honestly, my first instinct is to tell this girl, look, find a happy medium, find a girl that you can stand, go to her shower or her, you know, her her rehearsal, whatever they want to call it. But take an edible, you know, make it a party for just you. (laughs) And don't worry so much about cheering on someone else's happiness because it doesn't sound like you're that happy for them. And that's okay.
0: That's okay. I, I love take an edible and go on your own. Go to your own party. I love that. Yeah, um, I think that's a great suggestion. I think not going to all of them is the move. You got to go pick one, pick two. I would also say I want to make sure I reiterate something you said. How honest she is, is a good thing. It makes yeah. you actually appreciated more when you do come to these parties. People will like you as a kind of like a a change up on these they, you know, they're probably seeing this if there's five in two months and it's your boyfriend, it's your fiance's friend. And they're seeing the same crew over and over again. Yeah. So if you come in your genuine, honest self, and I and I think I like this person because they're aware. Mm-hmm. You can't be the negative Nancy. You can't be the turd in the punch bowl. You can't go to these parties if you're going to be miserable. Find the ones you'd be most excited to go to. The ones that you're like, I roll right away. COVID, uh, we're busy. There's There's ways out you know, family thing.
1: Also, I think like create a bidding war for these girls. If they all really want you there, who's going to offer the best party? Ask them, Hey, are there going to be dogs? Are there going to be kids? (laughs) Are you doing that cucumber sandwiches type bullshit? Because you know, it's a new year. Like sell it to you.
0: You go to the wealthiest women's parties. That's, that's without a doubt. You, you choose. This becomes, (laughs) it's a class decision. Listen. If, if if the invite came on construction paper, you're not going yes. to If it comes with a calligrapher, yeah, you're Look in. I,
1: I, Sniff the envelopes. I, Ugh, what is this? The, I'm not going to the party.
0: <laughs> right. And the things women put each other through are just like so unbelievable. Like even when you go to like the bachelorette or the 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 groomsmen versus the the bridesmaids. Like the bridesmaids are up at three a.m. to get their hair yes. done to do the makeup, and you're like, and and then they're like, what did you guys do today? And it's like. Um, I put on my suit and got drunk. I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. You know, like i it
1: over, I woke up. <laughs> like what? I
0: I think she she can she can cut the baby in half. You go to a couple, you're not going to all five. No. That's it. You're not going and to all you five. You
1: shouldn't. And you shouldn't. You
0: shouldn't. And and almost you know, there's a thing. If you say yes to everything, people stop asking and stop caring you i think i think this does well for this person's personality to get to know to really make real friends from this group that exist no friendship exists because what she's saying like hey they're all in this other group i don't even know them two to three times this will get you to know the people that are actually the ones you would hit it off with and actually make a good friend from
1: yeah and there's this weird obligation when you're a female that's friends with a guy that has a new fiance and like, you want to include her, you want to make her understand like, Hey, look, we're all friends. You can hang out with us too, but also it should be genuine. And if we're forcing these relationships, like who's going to be happier, you're going to come home and complain a ton to to your fiance after two or three parties, he's going to be sick of that, you know? So.
0: What we have to, what we have to remind ourselves is most of their invites are just to be nice.
1: Absolutely.
0: You're not a a main player, and that's a good point.
1: It's still a nice thing to turn down an invite sometimes. That's still a nice thing.
0: And I like her instincts when he said that I'll tell them you don't want to be. Thank God you didn't let him do that, because that would have been a bad move. You don't want blanket. I won't go to anybody.
1: They would have never forgot that. It would have been on their Christmas card that they sent to you. We know you didn't want this, but here we sent it. Like, it's not going to stop them.
0: Yeah, that that is one of those. That's one of those. Oh yeah, we'll just let everyone know you don't do those. It's like no, you fucking idiot. Let me have the excuse. Let me lie. The freedom of lying. No. Yes. Jtrainpodcast at gmail dot com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail Here with Chanel Ali at Chanel Ali TikTok. Go right now. Videos are popping off daily. <laughs> what to what to do with an I miss you text? Jared, love the pod and you and you and all that good stuff. Now onto the question. Love it. Last night, um, they wrote a follow-up. Please ignore the typo. I- I'll ignore the typo. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> they spelled my name wrong, which is like the least of my problems in the entire universe. Like you're writing into the podcast. You're very nice. It's okay. Last night, I received two FaceTimes and an I miss you text from an ex. Wow. It's winter. Oh. It was late. He's probably lonely and looking for something familiar. We dated from spring spring to summer of 2021 and haven't spoken since we broke up in August. Okay, so we're now in January. No hard feelings, but that door is definitely closed for me. I've had strict no contact rules in the past with exes, so I normally wouldn't respond respond i guess my question is is there ever really a reason to respond to an ex when they reach out like this i don't miss him and i'm not interested in any back and forth but he but he's a nice guy so it feels kind of unnecessary to completely ignore we'd love to know you and your guests think thanks again for all you do so what do you think chanel
1: i like to take an i miss you text especially from an ex and yes and it so Hmm. he says i miss you and then i would say of course, I'm a great cuddler. Just something that is a compliment to me. Take it to the next level. Of course, you've missed my great conversation. I have a hot butt. Yeah, you yeah. probably think about it often. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah. You
0: know? I, well <laughs> Make him
1: feel special for having, you know, been able to take part in how great you are and that he even has the residual feelings. Like, you're lucky. That doesn't mean you get access to me, but look at you getting to reminisce. <laughs>
0: I love this advice and let me add to it, if you don't mind, because I Get think what there. you're doing, I think the the instinct of let's joke around is like a comics instinct. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> you said I miss you. And we're we're sitting here being like, oh real feelings? Uh ha, ha, ha And we, we start like, yeah, we turn into a clown, we put on a red nose and all that stuff. And <laughs> and I think it's it's a good instinct that we we forget we have to like there's another step too, I believe. I think say I I love of course you miss me best cuddler in the game fun that's letting them off the hook for ma- for taking a chance you're basically saying this is a safe space where you took a chance I'm friendly to you and then I think a follow-up text is but I hope you know while I while I'm happy we met this is still over for me like I think because you want to make sure you give them the hug and whisper in their ear yeah. you know so it's like it's like this like come on in here you had a tough night it's yeah. january it's cold because i i like that they're like i really uh i is there ever really a reason to respond like i think if you want to be nice you don't have to be nice you can you also just to. ignore it and that's it but if yeah. you if you're saying to yourself listen this was always a good guy i'm and i'm and if you're emotionally okay yeah. And she's think of, sounds, of yourself first.
1: You know, she sounds like she's in a really healthy place already. Like she's already unpacked it, she knows exactly where it should be and he's still swirling, probably dealing with a lot of different things. But she's, totally. you know, she's prepared to like keep it real and also still be nice.
0: It's it's almost like you're helping so, you know, one of your injured friends, your drunk friend. And you're sober and you're holding them up. So you – and what you said is correct. It's like, hey, this person sounds totally done with it cool. And that's the only reason I give the – that I would say joke with them. Hey, of course you miss me. Got that sweet ass. And then it's – but I just want to make sure you know um, I've moved on and I appreciated meeting you. But this isn't an opportunity for us to get back to like hanging out. And Uh – It could be a one night thing. Done.
1: I've had to say that before to say like, hey, yeah, that was great. And, you know, sometimes I do think of you, too. That was a great thing that we had back then, you know, like to put a like a pin on it. Like it was great and it can exist right where it was forever. And also you shouldn't unprompted FaceTime people. In general, yeah. you, should, you should switch <laughs> that part of your life that makes you feel like that's okay because I could be married with kids by now. Like, you don't even know.
0: Yeah. It's been and, a here's, month, you know? and here's some advice for the rest of your life. Stop FaceTiming people without warning.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll yeah. be able to keep the next one if you don't unprompted FaceTime.
0: The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Foria. When it's time to turn down the lights, switch on the smooth jazz, and enjoy some good old-fashioned sexual intimacy, reach for the bottle that says Foria. Foria's line of plant-based CBD-infused products are going to be the newest thing you're going to want to have in that special bedside drawer. I just love the switch-up. If I'm, if I, I mean... I love what Foria is doing. They're getting inventive. They're doing it in a safe and you know, uh, in wonderful way. And something to add to the rotation. That's right. Maybe you're using a vibrator. Maybe it's just you know, you and the. It's just you and and, and your hand uh, alone. And uh, you know, or maybe it's you and a partner. I don't know what you're doing, but Foria is a great way to spice things up in a you know in in a, in a wonderful way like in, in a you know a way you can feel good about what's good for nature is what's good for our bodies which is why Foria's products are always organic see you feel good about it plant based and sustainably sourced Foria has a huge selection of items to enjoy including their awaken arousal oil made with organic broad spectrum CBD that works with the body to enhance pleasure and arousal and ease discomfort i mean enhancement people sexual pleasure is self-care so give yourself that all night long self-care you deserve foria is offering a special deal for my listeners get 20 20 20 20 off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash jtrain or use code jtrain at checkout that's f-o-r-i-a wellness.com forward slash jtrain for 20 percent off your first order i recommend trying their awaken arousal oil you will thank me later the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Yep, there it is. I said it. That's that's the new rhyme. <laughs> with Valentine's Day just around the corner, Manscaped is here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. It's time to join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming. I, I am so happy they sponsor this podcast. I, I'm using it. I'm a, I'm a user. Yep, and they've thought of everything. You know, they've thought of a, and and it's nice. I like when things are made for a specific job. These are all below-the-waist items, and you can get a, I have an exclusive offer for you. Go to manscaped.com, use code JTRAIN for 20% off and free shipping. I mean, beautiful. And here's the thing, Valentine's Day, um, any guy listening, there is a nice There is something fun about, and I think we forget this as men. Like women, they get ready, they put on the makeup, they put on, you know, they get their hair done. There is a a a a mind, body, and soul preparation for the night ahead. Men, we kind of just slap on some jeans and put on some moisturizer, and that's it. This. Going through the Manscaped proce- process and using their items, it makes you feel you know excited to go out and get get busy with your significant other. It all starts with the Lawn Mower Body Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. And their Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, Hair Trimmer helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. And now, you can pair that, man- that with Manscaped's new body wash with aloe vera and sea salt. I have it, it's great, it smells good. You, you, you f- smell like a man and just in time for the most romantic day of the year manscaped introduces their refined cologne now the rest of your body can smell just as good as your balls these formulations are all vegan cruelty free dye free sulfate free and paraben free so you know their products are legit your balls and lady will thank you Get 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code JTRAIN. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with manscaped this Valentine's Day. JTRAIN Podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN Podcast at gmail.com. I love this one. Podcast email, the X slash business partner. Mm. Jared, follow and love all your podcasts. Here's one for you. Been with my boyfriend six months, known each other ten months. I'm 31, he's 39. It's been serious since the start, and we have plans for our future together, marriage, family, etc. Things have moved quick. I get it. He's 39, 31. The age feels like we've dated. I can understand how this happens. No judgment. I think I th- one thing I can't shake recently discovered that his silent business partner is actually his ex. This is the most recent ex, and they were together several years before we met. He refers to her as his business partner. I'm uncomfortable with this relationship. And above all, that he hasn't told me yet that it is her. I feel like it's a lie of omission. I found out unintentionally when I saw some paperwork with her name. Would love the J-Train take on this. Wow. Interesting.
1: That's a lot. I mean, I like that, you know, he has a job. But
0: (laughs) he has a business, works for himself,
1: you know, to me, it feels like a sliding scale. Like, how how concerned are you? Does he make not enough money? Because if he makes a lot of money and she's a good business partner, I think we can wait and see what happens. Right.
0: Well, I I guess, you know, it's interesting. She says, I've been with my boyfriend six months, known each other for 10 months, and it's serious since the start. And we have plans for our future together. Like at that point, that on its own, I get it. Then you yeah. find out business partner means ex girlfriend means. Um, so now, how much can I trust? How much do I know? We've moved yeah. so quick. Why is he trying to sell me on himself? Why is he trying to lock me in with all this future talk? Like, I, I, I. I it makes the whole. You know, it, it is funny that people write in here, and I'm I. I love that people write in here, and I I take the whole email for what it is. When we start at six months known each other 10 we're serious we're on the road to marriage i'm 31 39 you go i get it yeah. then you hear this little detail and you go
1: oh no back it up
0: yeah. time to hit hit the break so I, I i do think this is a lie to call someone your business partner without describing the nature of the relationship that preceded the business yeah. or we don't even know it could have been business first and then they got to know each other and this was you know they got together i need to know everything yeah. If I'm going to be, and especially, here's the other part. If you're saying to someone, I see a future, marriage, family, et cetera, because she's saying it to us, so I'm sure this was a conversation yeah, a with them. a
1: real conversation.
0: You, everything comes with that.
1: Yeah, everything. You put it all yes. on the table.
0: Usually. Especially how you make your money
1: and who you make, who you make it with. It with. And with who. And now you're opening up the floodgates of just remaining equals So now this 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 girl has to make sure that if she does end up staying with him, she gets a side business with him too. Because obviously, this is his love language. And now yeah. we're getting into the realm of how many businesses can you run, you know? <laughs> He's
0: just but got also, think, businesses.
1: It's strange to think that he was talking about his previous relationships but wasn't mentioning the ex that he talks to all the time on Zoom. Like what? What how yeah. did that I mean, come up?
0: We're getting a very small piece of this because they they kept it short and they, they she did reference them as a silent business partner but I think here's here's what I, I I we're putting the cart before the horse this person's putting the cart before the horse when you say it's been serious since the start we have plans for our we have plans for our future together marriage family etc well I think you should stop thinking you have plans together the, this is a one thing before the other. And you have skipped a major step, which is talking about your past relationships and being honest about them. Yeah. So, you know, to me, you're not getting married. You're not having a family.
1: Not at least we have until to, we, this is sorted.
0: You skipped a level and we don't get to finish the game unless you complete all the levels. So you got to go back to him. I, I'm, I'm going to him immediately and I'm going, Hey, I saw something I can't unsee.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, your business partner is that your ex? Yeah. And then let him talk. And and then it goes to why didn't you tell me? He could have very good reasons. Why be. it didn't come up. He listen. I think a lie by omission sometimes in in my opinion a lie by omission is a different it, it's is it sometimes occurs because of the omission. If that yeah. makes sense. Like sometimes you omit something and you go, it's just not the time. I'm not ready for that. Right. And then you do other things. You talk about family, you talk about marriage and you go, how am I going to go back? How do I, un? I got to unbutton this shirt because I missed yeah. a button.
1: I keep talking about, I've been telling this girl about my business partner, Ivan, for, you know, months. And now I got to <laughs> say it's actually Ivanka. And, you know, we used to be <laughs> like, you can't, you can't unring that bell. No.
0: Yeah. And that's the hardest part. So that's where I have empathy for the omission liar because you go, listen, who amongst us hasn't been there where you leave something out and then you go, is it too late? Now it's uncomfortable and I don't want to make things uncomfortable because I really do care about this person. So there might be a good reason. There might be, he might have the time, like if that were me, if I, like when I omit something, I know the whole timeline. Here's the day. I thought I should have said it. Here's why yeah. I didn't say it. Like I, I would be we were able were having I think. such a
1: good time and then I didn't yeah. want to ruin it. But also like you have to recognize that if this is a real business partner, this guy's going to have a relationship with this girl for a long, long time. Whether they talk totally. often, only email, whether they make money and don't even talk about it. It's still a relationship. And now you have to decide... How is he how equipped is he to make you feel comfortable having this relationship when he couldn't really even tell you about it in the beginning?
0: Also, also in in exactly what you're saying, you're completely right. And more importantly, what if their relationship is no good? What Mm -hmm. if it's very contentious? What if you're now saying I'm going to marry this guy and his 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 work life is on shaky ground? You and know, he's coming you, home you, you, and
1: complaining about his ex. Like what? I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't deal with that type of conversation.
0: Yeah, there's a conversation to be had, and I think listen, you you got it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chanel Ali. Go, go, go. At Chanel Ali, TikTok, Instagram. So funny. If you were in Philly this weekend, you know already. Okay. So let's do I like this one. This is a advice. Losing my college friends. I like this one. Normal. Totally get it. J Train, hope you're doing well. Got a situation I need some advice on moved to nyc with a bunch of my friends from college in 2018 we lived brief we lived together briefly then went our, our, on our own ways we were super close football sundays group hangs etc for the last year or so my friends have been sort of weird to me for example i don't really get invited to hang out when everyone is together and whenever i text to make plans usually only half the group shows up but then when everyone is hanging i don't get invited I know because we are in snap we are in Snapchat group that we've had together since college, and sometimes they'll all post in it when they are hanging out. Oh, this is rude.
1: <laughs> what?
0: I have a girlfriend. I've made some great new friends in NYC from old jobs, sports clubs, and other activities. I enjoy hanging out with them. But I do miss my college friends because they were sort of my OG friend group. J-Train, my question is, how do I bring this up without sounding like, like a loser? Don't want them to seem like, uh, don't, don't want to seem like I'm desperate or something, but just sucks not to be included when I thought we were all close. Thanks in advance for the help. Hoping to come to one of your next NYC shows when I'm not busy with work yet. What do you think?
1: Well, I think all friendships ebb and flow. So if you have if you really feel like you have a genuine connection with someone and they're your real life friend, there's probably going to come a time when you have to say, say to them, "Hey, you did a thing I didn't like." And can we talk about it so you don't do any more things that I don't like? So that's that's not even being a loser. I wouldn't even describe it as that. I don't think it's no. I think it's strength to say, hey, I'm I'm doing the last ditch effort to try to maintain a little bit of friendship that we used to have. And, you know, I want to be honest and real around you. But also, I think that sometimes we do outgrow friends. And when you become a New Yorker, you walk different. You talk different. You engage in activities that you probably weren't doing in your hometown. So you have experiences to talk about that they might not relate to. Um, And that's unfortunately a part of growing up is that sometimes you can't take all those friends with you. I'm a comedian in New York City. A lot of my friends that I used to love and really cherish in Philly did not understand what I was doing with my life. And because of that, I couldn't include them in it. It happens. I
0: totally agree with you. Doing this is you know, doing comedy like you, you know, your night times. you're not going to the happy hour. You're not going to the Saturday night. Let's go just sit at a bar and get drunk. I'm gonna you're not going to miss every
1: birthday party. going to do I'm it gonna every I'm going to miss time. the
0: birthday parties. I'm going to miss, you know, your kids are doing something. Oh, you had a new kid. I can send something, but maybe I can't because, you know, I, I'm trying to pursue this thing and I can't send something to the baby shower. I get it. Here's yeah, yeah. what I'll say to this person. And this, and this is on the subject you brought up. And sometimes the answer is in the email. Thanks in advance for the help. Hoping to come to one of your next NYC shows when I'm not busy with work. Now, just that sentence alone might be the problem. Everyone in New York is busy. If you, I think a lot of people get offended by how someone says they can't do something and then people stop asking after a while. So they go, every time I talk to that guy, he's busy with work. I'm busy too. I don't give a fuck. You know, like I, I think that's one of those things and that's their problem, not your problem. I don't think you're saying that to like get them. But I do think, and this happened with me and my friends in New York, especially the New York ones, where it's like they kept trying and trying. And then I would see them hanging out and I'd be like, well, they knew that I had shows. So if you're the busy guy, this might be why they kind of taken a backseat to asking. They've, they've, they've stopped asking. Here's the other thing. And here's, how you, here's the strategy I would employ. And everything Chanel said is right. Um, this is the ebbs and flows of relationships this is how it works, I get it, the groups get smaller as people get married, you said you have a girlfriend, you've made some new friends, you're doing other things, you're not a loser, yeah. I don't think you're You. I don't think it's he says I'm desperate, I don't think it's desperate to say hey I, I, I miss so my it. friends
1: absolutely, it's bold and it's honest
0: totally, here's what you do you don't go to the whole group and give a speech in front of everybody before the you know, the, you know before the Super Bowl starts, no 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 you find your closest rep friend in the group, you go for drinks with them. Yeah. You get, you get an ambassador, and you have drinks with the ambassador, and you let them know how you're feeling. Hey, is there something, and then you say, is there something I don't know? Is Because I'm looking to make sure I keep my friends, I miss you guys, and you guys are on the, I, the Snapchat thing, that is, put that, put that evidence on the table that's evidence i'm looking and, and because you could say and make it all me th- you know i feel mm-hmm. really upset when i see everyone chit-chatting on the snapchat for an event i had no idea was happening i here's here's a few thoughts i had am i being annoying with how i'm busy with work am i you know and go down the list of things uh, hey what can you give me the the i'm not offended just give me what what's being said about me if yeah. there's anything being said at all because yeah. i at this point i can only go down the recesses of my head and my brain and here's the thing when one of your friends becomes annoying all you want them to be is aware that it might be them you know like i i'm thinking of one person specifically right now and i used to be friendly with them and then it was like and now i just like look at them and I'm just like, oh, there's nothing I want to like, there's nobody I want to hang out with less because <laughs> they don't seem aware yeah. of what they're doing.
1: Right. So, and they're constantly doing it.
0: So if you just come to him and you, or him or her, whoever your representative is, know, you get yeah. drinks and you say, and you, you soften, you go, I feel upset when I see the Snapchat, that's your evidence. Mm-hmm. And is there a reason I'm not getting included? and let them talk yeah,
1: like if, you, if everybody's sharing funny videos am i just missing out on it like the, should i be sending more funny videos like what is it that you guys are doing <laughs> that's making you guys feel all connected to each other and i am not a part of it because i want to be i would like to be and i think that's you know like we have to sometimes put our heart in our sleeve and say like hey i want to feel good about our friendship i want to feel good and feel like you guys all like me you guys like yes. me do you guys yeah, like- what's going
0: on? <laughs> and, and listen, it might be they don't get along with your girlfriend. They may and it might be the busy thing. You know, there there's a million different reasons that a group can go, Yeah, you know, yeah. like and, and the way they're not including you is very relatable. Like mm-hmm. it's not they're not being mean, but right. they're not being nice. Uh so something is in in the air. And I think figuring that out but don't go to the whole group I think you go to your closest friend in the group that knows they can be truthful with you yeah. without ruining your friendship
1: get them lit take them out plow them with vodka just the truth serum you know <laughs> and then say yes. you know hey, after like a few shots hey what's going on what is yeah. going on with our friend group
0: <laughs> love it J-train Podcast at gmail.com J-train Podcast at gmail.com here with Chanel Lee go follow go follow go follow Date Dilemma Feather, feather. I recently got myself into a situation. I need help potentially getting out of. Okay, let's hope they didn't murder anyone. I oh, know. Met someone on Hinge and planned a date. Offered my number, and we and we offered my phone number, and we plan to meet up next week. After doing a reverse phone number search, I found his last name and his Hinge photos are a very generous depiction of his actual appearance, according to the photos yeah. I can find on his socials. Oh, I read that sentence horribly. I found his last name and his hinge photos are a very generous... I found his last name and his hinge photos are a very generous depiction of his actual appearance according to the photos I can find on his socials. Right. We have decent convo and he's not horrendous. <laughs> can you imagine someone <laughs> describes you? She's, she's <laughs> like, he's not horrendous. He's not at horrendous.
1: The, hunchback. He's at the hunchback of Notre Dame. No. But he's, the, he's the priest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so do I a suck it up and go on the date or B come up with an excuse to bail sincerely shallow what do you think what would you do I mean it is funny it's like this is what we do I mean this is very our generation to be like I gotta know everything's gonna be perfect before I even get there and this is what they're doing which I don't fault them for what do you think Chanel
1: well I do think dating is about experience so I feel like go on the date and see if maybe he has an explanation if he has any type of self-awareness about him, you know, putting on a little bit. But also, I've been in that situation before where I went out with a guy and when I saw him, I was like, oh, like, those were like glamour shots. Like, you were, those were like <laughs> ten, 10 years ago. I think you were taller back then. Like, I don't know what happened, but, you know, it wasn't a great feeling. I felt like I had been bamboozled. Uh, but in the same token, I actually had a good day with that guy. I, You know, mm. his, shirt, his shirt was really the thing. That was a no for me, but <laughs> it was like a it was like what? a red silk with like a velour Ooh. like a velour collar. I was like, is this like a server <laughs> shirt from your job or I don't know? Shirts, what unicorn. This is
0: you cannot a shirt should not shimmer on a first date. That should be rule number one mm. for a man. It
1: was uh, you can't not, have a
0: shimmering shirt.
1: It was not holding in his sweat. I'll tell you that. Um,
0: well, yeah. this is actually what I was going to bring up. I think you bring up a good point, point. and the 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 pictures not being what the person looks like. It's not about the pictures. It's about the show of confidence that you lack. Mm. You don't. You know, you're not. Uh, first of all, awareness that you're, you're not right. aware, but also yeah. I I do think it's confidence. Like I wouldn't listen. I have. I'll be. I'll, I'll listen. Let me give do you. It. Let me give. Uh, I'll give you my vulnerability. There's a headshot that gets used. It's like the first headshot I took. I'm probably 30 pounds lighter in the headshot. And I'm like, and I look at it and I'm like, I know it's me. I'd rather them use the new one because, not because, like, here's the thing. If no one, if I didn't hear from anyone, I'd keep that headshot going. That's me. In my mind's eye, that's me. That's how I feel. That's how I look. That's me. Whenever someone responds to it and they're like, Who's that, what, you know, you have people online. So then I get annoyed that they're like, yeah, it's an old picture, like what the fuck do you want me to do? And now I'm in this zone where sometimes a place will use that picture and I'm more annoyed that they use the picture because I know I'm gonna have to hear from someone that's gonna make me look inside of myself. And it's all about my personal self-conscious. I'm only saying that someone who has old pictures that doesn't look like those pictures is lacking confidence because I'm that person. I understand that person. So, but, and I understand that when you go on the date with someone and you're, you look, you go, it's not even about the pictures. Maybe you would have been attracted to the pictures because maybe you would have swiped right and you would have had the same decent conversation. But now, you know you had a conversation with a person that's not really that confident and that's not hot. That's, just, me- that's just reality.
1: To me, it always triggers that that person is is going to be a bit of a fixer upper, not to say that they're ugly and you need to make Mm. them cute, but that they are struggling internally with things and feelings about how they are. And now you are going to have to immediately supplement that. That is something that you automatically know about this person, that they are going to be seeking out this validation that you may Mm. or may not have the space to give to somebody. You might want to be with somebody that doesn't need validation right now.
0: And what we're doing right now is giving empathy to the person to say, don't go. We're saying we can understand why you wouldn't go. What you just said is like such next level. Like, yeah, if they're not ready to put up the pictures that look like them, then maybe they're not ready to date. So, And not going on the date, I'm fine with that. Come up with an excuse. Hey, listen, something came up, COVID, grandma, got to go, whatever. Um, Whatever it is. I would also say... You know, these people can, you know, you could go on the date and you can find out that they're funny and hilarious and fun and and you are attracted to them. And maybe they're someone that's just someone you're going to hook up with. That's another way to go. If you're looking for a relationship, I don't think, if you're like on dating apps to find a relationship, I don't think this will ever be something you can get over. That's my assumption.
1: I agree. And you already seem like the type of person because you're looking up somebody's, you know, reverse phone number search and you're really trying to, Qualify people before you spend time with them. That you already have a pretty good idea of the type of guy that you want to be with, or the type of person, and their, you know, what they think about themselves, where their mindset's going to be. So if you already feel like, like oh, this is this is like a, a type of guy that I've dated before, maybe you don't need another date.
0: The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Pendulum. If you're a listener with type 2 diabetes, Pendulum is here to add another tool to your arsenal. A healthy gut microbiome is key to a healthy lifestyle, and now we're learning about the connection between your gut microbiome health and type 2 diabetes. Pendulum Therapeutics is the first and only biotech company to isolate an important beneficial bacterial strain, Ackermansia and put that strain into probiotic capsule. Pendulum Glucose Control is the first and only medical probiotic that's designed with clinically shown efficacy to manage A1C and blood glucose levels through the health of your microbiome. Pendulum is formulated and bottled in the U.S. with the highest safety and quality standards and non-GMO project verified. Take care of your long-term health. Get the probiotic rooted in the latest microbiome science with Pendulum. Visit PendulumLife.com. Use code JTRAIN for 20% off your purchase. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E.com. Promo code JTRAIN for 20% off. Feel in control of your levels, not the other way around with Pendulum. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. The nights are dark and cold right now. Fight back those winter blues with the warm, toasty fire of a Solo Stove fire pit. I love Solo Stove i love because we're spending more time at home it's winter you won't you're like oh let's not leave the house let's sit in our cozies and on our couch well why don't you extend your living space take an outdoor area that you're not using put a solo stove down and now you got a place to entertain to entertain yourself to hang out to put it tell some stories by the fire it's just a nice way to change up the regular old living pattern that you're doing. Make the time with your friends and family richer with a solo stove fire pit. Solo stove fire pits are brilliantly engineered, made with premium grade 304 stainless steel and a 360 degree airflow system that maximizes efficiency while minimizing smoke. Easy to light with a few minutes of starter. Your fire is blazing in minutes and it's perfectly portable. You can take solo stove with you on camping trips, tailgating parties, and to any other gathering you, you, you could use a little extra heat. That's great. So this is something that makes every event a little bit more fun and a little different. Shop now. Get up to 30% off Fire Pits all month long and use promo code JTrain at checkout to get an extra $10 off plus a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns. Just go to solostove.com and remember, you get $10 off when you use promo code JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here's Chanel Ali. Go follow at Chanel Ali on TikTok and Instagram. I'm looking through these emails. Um, let's do, we're going to do two more. Is that okay with you, Chanel?
1: Absolutely.
0: Let's do a couple more. Um, I like this one. How to handle my sister's whack-ass boyfriend. <laughs> um, okay. Feather, Feather, let's jump in. I'm 29, my sister's 21, and I love her dearly. She's made a handful of major mistakes in the last few years, dropping out of school and upending her life path, lying to my parents about her grades, etc. I supported her through them all, trying to give her guidance as a big sister would. She also has some mental health struggles that I empathize with and have tried to support her through. Around the time things started going south in her life, she began dating this guy, Steve. Steve is harmless enough, pretty quiet, and provides her comfort and expects nothing from her. But there are several problems that our family has with Steve. He's a high school dropout with no plans of getting his... GED because he's had a, he, a quote-unquote bad test taker. Doesn't believe in therapy. Has never held a job in th- the three years we've known him and was living with my sister and my parents all during COVID up until recently rent-free. In the almost three years he's dated my sister, he's claimed to have a have a car he loaned from an elderly family from a for a door dashing only in the three, let me read that. sentence. In the almost three years he's dated my sister, he's claimed to have a car he loaned from a elderly family friend for door dashing only, which we've never seen, as well as an apartment all during COVID about 20 minutes away, but they never stayed there one single night because it was a quote unquote gross shitty apartment. I don't believe any of this, to be honest. This disgusting, the the disgusting cherry on top of it all is that this guy wears ill-fitting sweatpants every single day. (laughs) He's a large dude, so the pants sit below his belly and therefore about five whole inches of his ass cracker hanging out all at any given moment. When he sits, he is pretty much bare assed on the couch. It sickens me. My question is how can I possibly approach all of these issues with my sister? I want her to know that her boyfriend is gross and a waste of time, but I don't want to push her away. Sincerely frustrated sister. Chanel, what do you think?
1: Well, you cannot walk up to your sister and be like your bare ass boyfriend sitting on yeah. all our furniture, everything's sweaty. That's where you can not start, okay? You gotta no. tone it down. And the first thing you have to do is really start spending time with your sister. Like, I know you're saying you already supported her and you're trying to help her through things, but if she's constantly feeling attached to this person who, in your opinion, is a piece of shit, then she's going to keep feeling more attached to him if her family is trying to pull her away. Like, that's just not going to those two things just don't work. So what you're going to do is focusing on focus on building up her confidence so that she feels like she has a support system outside of this shitty guy. And then she'll realize, hey, my life could be better. I'll have more money. My furniture will smell better. All of these things in my life will get better if I get rid of this guy. You know, So it has to be something like that where you can balance out giving this advice and and, and filling in this thing that she's seeking in this guy because obviously he's doing something. He's doing something that's making her feel connected enough to feel like Hey, let him come over here. Let him do all, all these things and wear what he wants. You know, you got to. Yeah, the, that.
0: I think you're right. The long road is the answer. That's a longer road than this person wants. But you've already Absolutely. been here three years. Like a, you yeah. know, you, everything. It ain't working the way you're doing it. And I listen. I told his his gut and the sweatpants and the five inches of ass crack. Well. Well, those are fun fodder for the family to talk behind their back. Like, I'm sure that is the – and look at the ass crack. It's always out. Like, I'm sure that is – but that is not winning your sister back. And he – the ass crack and the gut and the sweatpants are what make her feel like not a loser. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, he is – you know, this is – this is sad to say, but it's the truth. But, like, losers hang out with bigger losers, so that they don't feel like the loser. Absolutely. So when she's around you and the family, and I'm just saying these are feelings. I don't think your sister's a loser, but I'm saying, yeah. you know, she, you said she she's might be had some nurturing,
1: issues. She might be nurturing a loser because that's her love language and that's what she feels like is gonna make her feel good and whole. So if you can't from make her his, feel good and whole, she's gonna keep doing that.
0: Yeah, and from his perspective, he keeps her around because look at me, look how well I'm doing. Men, you know, you know, feel their worth in the woman that they're able to get, and I'm sure your your sister is a catch for him completely. You know, he's in sweatpants and a gut. Like, they're they're not helping. They're helping one another to stay where they are. As yeah. my, and it, so this isn't your. You know, I, I hate to dog this dude because I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's going through a tough time as well. So, and it's he's just easy to fucking. He's an easy punching bag, but they're both yeah. they're both sitting in your parents' house at 21 telling each other how right they are. And you, what echo Chanel finger. said, it, it's an echo chamber. And what Chanel said is the more time you spend with her, the more pumping her up you do, the more she sees, oh, maybe we weren't right. Maybe he's not the thing that makes me do better. And I think this involves... Maybe you go and taking a trip together. Maybe it means you guys yeah. joining a team together. Maybe it cho- Maybe you guys like doing, hey, we're going to do, you and I, we're going to do girls night every Thursday. And every Thursday maybe is the best right. night of her life as opposed to, and then she goes, well, I want every night to be Thursday. Then you go, well, I th- I got some ideas. You got to make her want to come to you instead of you going to her. And I feel bad for Steve be, too.
1: It can't be something where you're attacking because the more you try to push and pull and say, look, get off this guy, get off this guy, the more she's going to hug him. And obviously totally. he sounds he sounds like a lot to grab. So she's going to be
0: <laughs> Well, get off this guy is also code word for you are a loser and being judged for being with this guy. So she goes, why would I be around someone who consistently says I'm a loser? I'm going to go to the guy who makes me feel like a winner.
1: He's like, Great. He's like wow, you do so good with taking care of me and Cleaning up the sofa—you do a good job.
0: Yeah, you got to do what you guys like to do together. So you're 29, she's 21. Um, maybe alcohol is not the answer, just because you said that. You know that she's—I don't know. This this sounds like alcohol might be involved in her life, anyways. Maybe it's a healthy activity. Maybe it's a workout club. Maybe it's a it's meditation, it's just
1: music, whatever, therapy, food. You, know, whatever. you guys do a
0: restaurant, yeah. a nice restaurant once a week. You take her out and. Connect with her. I, I'm with Chanel on this. You gotta connect with her to like show her like, hey, there's another life here where you're a winner. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. Here with Chanel Ali, at Chanel Ali. Let's do this one, okay? We got a screenshot email, you ready? Ready. This one's called, are these texts too heavy for someone I've never met or am I just a bitch? <laughs> these are the okay this is it okay so hi jared long time first time love you to pieces never missed a show in chicago i'll get right to it well thank you during the week of christmas i started talking to this guy from hinge he had covid and i was recovering from my booster so we both had a lot of time on our hands and we texted quite a bit to my surprise we really hit it off then the holidays hit and i went to california for three weeks now i'm back and ready to meet i think I'll admit, some of the hype was lost when I was away, but I thought we both did a good job of keeping in touch, but not over texting. A few weeks ago, he dropped a few bombs on me about his mom's health and that his grandma had passed away. Of course, that's awful and I feel terrible for him, especially because it sounds like he's going through a lot by himself, i.e. no siblings or dad, or at least no mention of them. Considering we haven't met, I've definitely expressed my empathy, but also keep thinking... Is he unloading too much on me? Am I a cold-hearted bitch? On one hand, I'm thinking, oh, that's really sweet that he feels trust in me already. And then on the other hand, I'm like, dude, we haven't even met yet. Am I the only one you talk to? How many times can I send I'm sorry texts with hearts? I came home from California earlier this week, so I'm anticipating the text asking to grab a drink. I was excited to meet him before all this heavy shit happened, but also can't help but be a little bit turned off at our texting topics slash tone lately. Am I a bitch for not wanting to potentially sign up for a guy that needs an immediate shoulder to cry on, or am I being dramatic and should we set the date? Meet him Uh, Should we set the date because we originally hit it off? How much is too much before I should call it? Screenshots attached of how our convos have been lately. Thank you for all you do. So let's read the convos All right. Okay, I'll be him you be her you ready, all
1: right
0: Ever so exhausted you want to go to bed at like 830 but ever so exhausted you want to go to bed at like 830 But no your body can't sleep that long crying face emoji
1: I just so happen to be feeling the exact same way. Yawning face emoji. How was the day?
0: If we try going to bed at the exact same time and give positive sleeping thoughts to each other, it could work. It was fine. Worked out. Worked remotely at my mom's facility. Got acupuncture. Ate too much Chipotle for dinner. I need a vacation so bad I could cry.
1: Book something. Get out of the cold. Even if just for a few days. Life changing.
0: I know, but it's so hard. If it's not one thing, it's another. Since my grandma died last week. <laughs> he goes into it so quick. <laughs> since grandma died and everyone's dead. No, <laughs> since my grandma died last week. I, it's it, it gets so dark so quick. Quickly. Since my grandma died last week, I have to go to her house this weekend to sort through the things to keep with some other family. Uh, okay. Since my grandma died last week, I have to go to her house this weekend to sort through things to keep with some other family members. Two weekends ago, it was my mom in the hospital. Like, ah, oh, life needs to give me a break so I can give myself a break. <laughs> They've never met. I just sorry. need this break.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, you totally deserve a break. You have a lot going on.
0: And then he heart reacts. I mean, he reacts. It, is, it, it is so... This is what happens. This happens. Chanel, what do you think? I, I, I do, I know how this happens because I've been a part of these things where you, you're texting more than you even know the person and you're like, and, and because you're on the phone that you also text your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your good friends, this person gets into that group it's and you just start saying shit. A,
1: it's, a, it's a very slippery slope too because it's like obviously he's wearing his heart on his sleeve and he mm-hmm. shows everybody his sleeves. But also, would you prefer that while he's reeling from the death of his grandmother and worrying about his mom being sick and dealing with these tasks that are very, you know, mundane and 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 sad, if he was pretending to be fine? Because that would scare me more than Interesting. saying it all. And I also feel like he's also showing how he handles, you know, bad things. He's like, "Hey, when I handle a bad thing, I tell everybody. I just tell everybody what I'm mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. through and I get support from here and there. But also he's giving you the opportunity to decide, is this the type of person that you can handle being around? Because I don't wear my heart in my sleeve like that. I do it in a different way with like trusted people yeah. and you know, building this chosen family. But if he does it in this way, are you gonna be okay with his random coworker one day telling you about a memory from his grandmother that he he won't stop talking about? Because that's kind of strange. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, there's a lot I I totally you're you're looking at this from the glass half full perspective which I love because you're saying look at this is, you're getting to know him. You know, yeah. but you're getting to know text him. I think this mm-hmm. is the issue with not seeing yeah. each other in, in live and in person. This date needs to happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and and maybe he'll address it immediately and be like I'm sorry. I was texting you like a maniac.
0: Yes. And <laughs> and. and stuff
1: about and, my and, grandmother? Did you read it? <laughs> and
0: and maybe he goes, Let's just have fun tonight. It's just so nice to be out with someone. And and that's what you want. If he right. and and sometimes you can't come back from these texts that go on too long. Sometimes you're sitting there and like and it's just not the same. It's never fun. You guys are now an old married couple over text and you're yeah. don't even know each other in person. And that's like the weird thing we have to work out and this happens more than people want to admit you become one thing over text and it's almost too far ahead from where for you to start in person so i would understand if she's like listen it's already not fun but i do think one date a couple of drinks but also not holding on to this relationship because it's so far sometimes you hold it against yourself you ever do that where you're like well we've been texting for months and even though we've been on one date i have to now end it with them it's now more important but it's not you have to remember this is a this is a first date still you still want to have fun
1: and I like that she already acknowledged, like, how many times can I say I'm sorry? Like, that's a lack yeah. of self-awareness on his part, that he can't see that he's putting you in a position where the only logical thing for you to say is, I'm so sorry about that. You know, obviously, I won't bring up the office and talk about random things because you're going through something very serious. Like, you should notice when you are constantly pushing someone into a space where they can't get to know you beyond the very traumatic things that you keep bringing up.
0: I, I to- that. Is- I, that speaks to me you ever go like I mean I, I you ever go on like a podcast where someone like always comes at you with like one thing to talk about and you're like I don't want to talk about this anymore and no. you're like and and then you go and it's like I have no opinion on this I, I, I'm I'm done with this topic and then you go and then they go and then you're like was I how was I not fun it's like she he's not allowing her to be fun I hope this isn't the podcast where I, I nah. keep it <laughs>
1: I'm like yeah I know what you mean No,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'll never come back. No, but I've gone on as a guest on podcasts. I've had people go on, like I go on the podcast and they go, well, like they, they'll say to me like, well, they'll basically give me opinion. I don't know. They'll just, it's like, we'll talk about a subject and I'll go, okay, I'm done with that. I don't know what else yeah. to say. And it's like, she's in that position too. I think that the position she's in is like, I've hearted so many, Text. I, I've said I'm sorry I, I don't know you yet and I am no. sorry because I'm sorry about death in anyone's family even if I don't know them but Absolutely. Like I also I want, and I also want to know if we're a match here and we haven't, yeah. done. I think one date, but you have to treat it as a first date. That's the most important part. Yeah. What do you think? And
1: well, you know, I, I was a foster kid and I feel like I always have to, when I'm dating, I have to explain that. I, if somebody asked me where I grew up and I say a bunch of places. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You have to explain that. But I also know that I'm not going to bring down the entire energy in this restaurant by talking about this terrible stepmom that I had who was, you know, mm. watching after me at a certain point, in my life? like, I'm going to be honest about the reality of it, but also not sacrifice our interactions because of it. So, you know, there has to be a happy medium. There has to be. And if this guy doesn't have that type of self-awareness and she also seems like the type of girl that wants to be with a guy who is going to be a bit of a protector and, like, knows how to read the room and makes her feel comfortable. And if she's going to have to constantly tell him, like, hey, don't cry in here, you know? Like, that's not, that's yeah. not comfortable. That's not ideal for her.
0: And and she doesn't even know that he's going to be that guy, but all, right now she can only assume based yeah. on the text. And I I you brought up the, you know, being in foster homes. I'm sure that is information that, like, someone has to kind of deserve from you, too. Like,
1: absolutely. Like,
0: the, the, you got to get to know I, you got to be someone I can trust to like tell this heavier stuff and if he doesn't look to that I can understand where she goes well he just tells anybody well who? Yeah. How, did the, how does he who's special to him you know like, like he has, he has I do girls, understand
1: he has six girls in his phone right now saying I'm so sorry about your grandmother like what, <laughs> it's, it's, what type of popularity is this you know
0: what would, would you go on the date
1: I would go on the date, but with a grain of salt, for sure. I would go up there like, yeah. hey, let's see. And I'd bring Kleenex, just in case.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you. You go on the date with really, to have fun. And if the fun can't happen, you got you to gotta release yourself from this. But that's, that's hard to do because the texting, the texting brings you so much closer together than you actually are.
1: Yeah. And he's not going to acknowledge that he's not in a place to date. Until you try to really actually date him. And then he can't because you'll <laughs> never know. But he's not going to acknowledge that until that happens, for sure.
0: And then he'll realize it and he'll go, hey, since my grandmother died, I'm still yeah. dealing with stuff. They, yeah, guys do that stuff. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at Chanel Ali, thank you so much. So fantastic having you back.
1: Thank you so much. Always good to be here. Uh, your listeners make me believe that love is around.
0: <laughs> it's out there everyone go follow Chanel at Chanel Ali on TikTok go 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 I'm Jared Freed we're here every Monday with your emails your stories your questions keep sending them in at gmail.com. we'll be back next episode boom